Hello, and welcome to the North Boroughs Beat, the podcast that features the people, businesses, and events of Pittsburgh's North Boroughs. My name is Judy Pastor, and I'm your host. Episodes on history in the North Boroughs have been very popular. I recently came across a post in the North Boroughs Historical Photos Facebook group that spotlighted the Bellevue Theater. Many listeners may be thinking, the Bellevue Theater, where is that? Well, as you drive down Lincoln Avenue from Avalon, just past Coons, you will see the family dollar on the right. The marquee gives it away. This was the location of the Bellevue Theater. So let's talk about this very important 20th century hub of North Boroughs activity. Joining me today is Brian Hoffman, a one-time usher at the, at the Bellevue Theater who grew up in Ben Avon and graduated from Avonworth. Brian's lifelong interest in film was no doubt influenced in part by the Bellevue Theater. So hi, Brian. Thanks for, for joining us today. You bet. <laughs> I want to add that this episode is not really an exact history of the Bellevue Theater. It's more like memories of the Bellevue Theater, mostly gleaned from Todd Phillips's Facebook post and the over 100 comments made by its former customers. So just as a bit of history though, uh, ground was broken for the building housing the Bellevue Theater and four adjacent um, storefronts in 1923. The theater was opened in 1924. It remained an active theater until the late 90s. I would say its heyday was during the childhood and teenage years of the baby boom generation the late 50s through the 80s. So let's talk about the boroughs and the movie community at that time. So well, and so let's talk about what the boroughs were like in the uh, 60s and early 70s. Well, um, what I remember is that the streetcar line mm -hmm. ran down through Bellevue, through Avalon, through Ben Avon, through Emsworth, and then there was a uh, turnaround roundabout mm -hmm. at the like at the end of uh, Emsworth and also one in Avalon at the loop yes and so I guess my biggest memory of those years is that it was a very different street mm -hmm. uh, I was an usher at the theater when I was 15 years old it was my first job mm -hmm. and uh, my memories of of that are course 55 years old at this point so <laughs> but um, it was an old time showcase theater mm -hmm. um, it was um, very grand big screen mm -hmm. there was a curtain that opened and closed mm -hmm. um, there was a ticket booth out front yes um, you walked in and uh, presented your ticket to the usher mm -hmm. and he ripped it and put it in one of those little boxes yes and uh, I remember the concession stand was on the left and then ushers would show you to your seat if you wanted to mm -hmm. any seat that you wanted because it was oft times dark in there that's right it was and so let's just talk a little bit about Bellevue, okay, and just the boroughs in general. You know, Bellevue was really the shopping center of the North Boroughs. I mean, there were well, at least three grocery stores, as I remember. Kroger's, A&P, and maybe something else. 
thoroughfare. Thoroughfare, the, maybe. The thoroughfare you know. turned into A and P or vice versa. <laughs> I first. don't remember. I don't either. But I mean, we did all of our shopping. This is way before um, Mount Nebo. Or way before McKnight Road. Yeah, even. McKnight Road was hard to get to. People didn't really drive there. Plus, you could go on the bus, you know. You so. Go on the bus or the streetcar. Or you could walk. Or you could walk. People actually walked back then. <laughs> and then with movies, you know, uh, people really went to the first run movies downtown. Is that my... Do you remember going downtown to movies? I don't remember... I don't really remember. I think I saw the sound of music at the Nixon. Okay. That was that that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Bellevue wasn't far behind because there right. really weren't mm-hmm. any other venues that served the mm-hmm. North Boroughs. And uh, my, I was trying to remember. I I remember watching or working during Capri with Rock Hudson and Doris Day, <laughs> mm-hmm. a, a lighthearted on the beach Riviera comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big one I remember was Dr. Zhivago. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. That was. And, and the studio or the distributor actually had counters standing at the front door making sure that nobody got in free. <laughs> <laughs> and even the people that worked there weren't allowed to like come on your day off or anything. And I, I can remember being a bit confused by Doctor Zhivago. Yeah, it was a long movie. Too. It was a long movie too. But it was very celebrated. Well, I can remember going to the Nixon and the Stanley and the Fulton theaters downtown, but you know, not very often. That was just for something really special. Yeah, like the sound of music. Uh, but most of our movie going was to the Bellevue. And, you know, that was a great place to see a movie. So let's talk a little bit about the building. Like, like you said, you know, it had the tickets, you know, had a ticket box. Ticket booth. It? A ticket booth out front. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember the other things I loved were looking at the posters of the coming movies. Right, in the... In the uh... Little window boxes mm-hmm. as you went in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the marquee, of course, which is still there. Yes. Yeah, with blinking lights. And mm-hmm. it was it was really quite quite the place. You know, as a kid, I remember getting quite excited when I'd see the blinking lights of the Bellevue Theater. Yeah. Now, in some of your notes, um, I don't remember a balcony. I don't know that there ever was a balcony. Um, I do remember the projection booth was up a steep set of stairs and we mm-hmm. had to help the projectionist carry the the cans of the film reels oh, really? because I mean this was you know back in the day when he had to change mm-hmm. reels between two per, two projectors wow. uh, so <laughs> the little dots would show up up in the corner and tell him get ready for a real change and and then I also remember that at the end of every night we had to go and flip all the seats up so that the cleaning crew could efficiently. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Hang, hang on. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about you know the interior. You know we had the lobby with a. It, it did have a grand chandelier. Had a big chandelier, mm-hmm. and uh, above the theater mm-hmm. was a bowling alley. Yes, strangely enough. <laughs> and it was, my mother remembers that it was duck pens mm-hmm. and that they had young boys working as pin setters. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes during the movie, you could hear balls rolling down. 
which <laughs> was sort of unique. But, um, it was, uh, as I remember, there was a, a center center section, a left wing and a, and yes. a right wing. Mm-hmm. Um, velvet seats. Velvet seats. Yes, and then the two, the thing that's really amazing to me, what were those two crown chairs in the back? Yeah, they were, they were something, and, and, and were also <laughs> there was, there was a wooden screen with, with um, arches on top, and I think maybe glass up there, I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure, but yeah, I don't have any idea what those were for, but <laughs> you couldn't watch the movie from them because the screen was in the way. Yeah. It was very strange, but they, but they were always there. Now, the whole thing with the balcony, that in these Facebook comments for this Facebook post, it, that was kind of debated whether there had been a balcony. It was definitely that the balcony was closed due to uh, activity that had gone on up there, which I can imagine. But, I, you know, it could be a figment of people's imagination. I, I don't know. The one thing that I, I don't know of any pictures of the interior of the theater that exist and so this is all from memory so this is all what what we remember i i do not remember a balcony um Like I said, my mother might, uh-huh. um, and it may have been torn down at one point. Who well, knows? It so, could have been. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, now, so the the big thing is the shows. Okay. So it was really probably the best known thing was the kitty matinee, and I think that that was kind of a highlight of the weekend of many Northboro's kids. Do you remember? Did you ever go to the kitty matinee? Or I have no recollection of a kitty matinee. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Well, uh, I do remember going to it, and somebody said in the face, Facebook comments that there were 17 cartoons and a short movie, all for 35 cents. So wow, <laughs> what a deal! Some some people have incredible memories. <laughs> they do, and and I vaguely re- actually remember this that they they would have hula hoop contests at the intermission because there was there was an actual stage there was an actual stage with stairs that went mm-hmm, up to it mm-hmm. so i mean it was really a theater in the truest sense of mm-hmm. a theater okay and then penny candy did you buy penny candy over at chucks well i, I remember the smoke shop the smoke shop okay yeah yeah um, but i think that they had to smuggle that in because they wanted you to buy their candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But the red hot silver dollars was mentioned in the column in the comments, and I remember them. They were red hot and they were good, but they were like only a penny. And then there were there was fresh popcorn with real butter. Nothing, none of this hydrogenated stuff that we have now. So, but the unfortunate byproduct of the kitty matinee was head lice and ringworm. Do you remember this? I I think I was seven years old when my brother Bruce and I came <laughs> down with ringworm, which is a infection, skin infection, um, and they were sure it came from the theater, putting your head back against the, the back. And, um, and I remember we had to have our heads shaved and, oh, and go... I think my mother would take us on the streetcar 
to a doctor either downtown or on the north side. Mm-hmm. And I can remember they had ultraviolet lights okay. that mm-hmm. were either the treatment or they would show whether the treatments were working. And mm-hmm. um, well, we were awfully young, but uh, uh, yeah, different. <laughs> It, it was, and from there on in, my mother made sure that we would take a handkerchief and, right. and, and or a jacket or something to cover that seat. That's right. Yeah, that seemed to be the modus operandi of many mothers, you know, cover the seat. Do not put your head directly on the seat because this, this definitely kept um, some barbers in. In business for a while, giving crew cuts to, especially to young boys. <laughs> oh, gee. So, so like you said, you was that your first job? It was my very first job. After that, I worked for Al Bennett's for the rest of my high school career, selling yeah. men's clothing for Al. Oh, okay. Up so on the corner. So you stayed in Bellevue. I had, yeah, well, that's where the jobs were. Yes. And mm-hmm. I used to walk from... Ben Avon up to Bellevue, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was pretty much independent. Mm-hmm. So there, are, so many kids had their first job at the Bellevue Theater, and many first dates, maybe many first kisses. Who knows? And the, <laughs> oh gosh! So if you're if your parents, if you're listening to this, and your parents grew up in the boroughs, they might have had their first date at the Bellevue Theater. Oh gosh. I, I remember that um, my friend Lexi Hager worked there uh, with me. She was an Avonworth person. A fellow named Mickey Warbus from Avalon was the other, I think he was the head usher. Oh, wow. And yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and there was another young woman whose name I can't remember, and we were kind of the crew. And then uh, Bill Arnett was owner, manager, I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure, but uh, he would be in his office. And then there was like an older woman who would sell tickets out in the booth. Okay. And that was the crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> after the movie started, they would close the ticket booth and uh, we would wait to close things up. <laughs> so after the kitty matinees in the evening would be the grown-up movies. And that's when, you know, the high school kids would come. So, you know, it would be... Definitely a sea of uh, high school jackets, Bellevue, Avalon, uh, Avonworth, maybe, what else? Whatever other jackets there might be. I don't know if North Hills people came down. Yeah, you know, I don't know either. Yeah, but it was mostly the boroughs. So that was, you know, quite, yeah, it was quite the place to be seen. <laughs> and, yeah. So, uh, so he, what are some notable movies that you saw? Uh, well... Um, like, I, I can remember seeing Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, really? Imagine that, uh-huh. yeah. Night um, of the Living Dead was mentioned a lot in the comments. Was it? Yes, with yeah. Chili Billy Cordilli. Yeah, uh, I, I think I probably saw that on TV. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, people mentioned. For some reason, reason Mother's Jugs... Mother Jugs and Speed with Raquel Welsh. I guess she was quite the uh, <laughs> the movie star at the time, so she was mentioned. Okay. Lot, so <laughs> we won't inquire about Jugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing that. Herbie and the Love Bug, 
And apparently uh, at the Bellevue Centennial, Laurel and Hardy films were shown at the, uh, at the theater. So huh. I'm not sure how old Bellevue is, but it's, I mean, when they had their centennial, but yeah, I don't probably know in the 60s or 70s. Does it say it on that sign on the boulevard? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Have to, should have looked that up. So anyway, lots of really great movies. Towering Inferno, Rocky movies, The Shining, Planet of the Apes. I mean, just all kinds of movies, you know, that people, you know, grew up with. You know, baby boomers grew up with. Well, did your research show when the theater closed? Okay, the theater, I don't have the exact date but the uh the it seemed to be the late 90s late 90s yeah wow because okay so here we can start to talk a little bit about the decline of the bellevue theater so we were talking about the heyday but after a while a couple things started to happen uh there were cinemas these cineplexes came in for i think the first one was in robinson i can remember that I, one being... I think it may have been at the Northway Mall. Or maybe at the Northway Mall. Well, I mean, at any rate, some you know big cineplexes started to come in. And, of course, that was pretty exciting. And the Bellevue tried to keep up. So remember how they split the, the Grand Theater in half, and they had two cinemas. See, I was, I was gone by then. You were probably gone. Okay, yeah. this was a last-ditch effort for mm -hmm. them to, you know, compete. Okay, but it kind of took away the charm. And I don't, as I remember it, it was not very soundproof. You kind of hear the other movie <laughs> through that movie. So it, it really was yeah. just a, a band-aid. It, it was from a different time, that's for sure. It was. And then, you know, Bellevue... Um, started I guess in the late 90s I'm not exactly sure when Mount I was not living here at the time when Mount Nebo opened and the groceries when Giant Eagle opened up in Mount Nebo but at that point then shopping started to leave Bellevue and go up to Mount Nebo into the North Hills people just became more mobile with cars Probably the Port Authority cut back on some bus service, you know, who knows. But suddenly, you know, Bellevue was not the, the street. To go up the street, you know, to uh, do your shopping was not quite, you know, it's more get in your car, go up to McKnight Road. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of started to lead to the decline of the Bellevue Theater, sadly enough. And so it closed in the late 90s. And it stood empty for a while, as I understand it, before it became the family dollar after that. And you can kind of see some, I haven't, I've only been in the family dollar once or twice. It's quite a large, you know, uh, you know, space. It must, it must have been a hard thing to change it over because the the floor slanted yeah. down mm -hmm. so that, so that you, your seats were elevated yeah. all the way down. Mm -hmm. So it must have been really a major renovation yeah that's probably why it stood empty for quite you know for a while mm -hmm. so, so and it's a perfectly fine store and it's a good store but it does have some memories for some of us so the i think the closing of the bellevue theater was a pretty big loss for the community yeah oh um, i remember when my parents moved out of 
their big house in Ben Avon and into an apartment in Bellevue, um, they were really happy that they could walk you know, two blocks and see a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it was a loss, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a, it was just one less reason to go to Bellevue. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy to see all of the, uh, you know, so many things happening in Bellevue, trying to get people, you know, to come back, you know, with some new restaurants opening. But I, I think there are some lessons that maybe people can learn from, you know, the old Bellevue Theater, it's probably not coming back. I don't have any <laughs> any illusion that it will. But, you know, having something on the weekends that are so exciting for kids, like that kitty matinee, really brought families into the area. Is there something we can learn from, you know, the way, the way it was? <laughs> well, they, with the price of gas going up and... and things uh, becoming less suburban oriented. I could see a town like Bellevue, a town like Avalon, that have a business district um, mm-hmm. be having a resurgence. And, mm-hmm. and you're right about the restaurants that, um, you know, it's nice to see. And I know that, um, you know, Bellevue was a dry town for most yes. most of its history mm-hmm. makes it tougher on restaurants, mm-hmm. but uh, that's changed. And mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if something replaced it, but I doubt that it'll be in the same spot. Oh no, I doubt that too. But you know, it's something to think about, and you know, we can kind of look at the past to re envision the future. And uh, so, well, this was a great walk down memory lane um it once again it's our memories I'm not sure how factual it all is i mean it's as factual as we can we can make it <laughs> please feel free to chime in <laughs> as a matter of fact on our facebook page north Burroughs beat podcast um you know please feel free to put any of your memories in there uh to make a comment because um uh, it's really it's just really great fun just to have people you know reminisce about the old Bellevue theater and uh, well Brian thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was, it was a, pleasure. a pleasure okay it was a pleasure for me too and uh, with that that's the thank show. you for listening to the North Boroughs Beat I'd like to thank Todd Phillips who grew up in Ben Avon for much of the supporting information about the Bellevue theater and for his Facebook post that inspired this episode. Um, Share your thoughts about the Bellevue Theater or Bellevue or whatever on our Facebook page, which is North Burroughs Beat Podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts about this. So as we go out, we will go out on the rocky ringtone that you heard in the middle of the episode. I thought it was pretty appropriate. So have a great day.